Hi, I'm Michael Odawale. I'm Elliot Steele. And this is B-Tech Philosophers. If you enjoy this, we are now on Patreon for just £3.50 a month. So you get a bonus episode every week. Yeah. Early access. Early access. And for just the price of six wings and chips a month. Or any other food of your choosing. Yeah, but as long as within the £3.50 realm. That, that, in that, that range right there. So yeah, sign up to the Patreon. And if you enjoy the episode, share it with someone. Drop it a like on YouTube. It helps us out. And thank you for listening. I oh, know. I don't know a lot. That's crazy. What did you listen to? What kind of music? Blink on 82. All right, you guys well. can go live whenever you're ready. We are recording. What did you say? We're, we're recording? Yep, whenever you're it's ready. It's not Blink-182. I think it's Blink-182. In in England, it's Blink-182. Mm. And in America, it's Blink-182. Well, it's the same way like it's boot and they say trunk. Yeah. There we are. You must be a day one fan if you know that kind of information. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't name you. If you'd gone to my head, name a Blink-182 song. Really? I have that with Frank Ocean. You had that with Frank G- Ocean? He could be in here now. <laughs> I could be Frank Ocean. You wouldn't know. <laughs> I would have sussed out that you weren't Frank Ocean. <laughs> really, really a cultural endeavor start to this podcast. <laughs> Coming together. Welcome uh, to B Tech Philosophers, everyone. You're the hardest talking of, well, on record there. We're welcoming today's guest, the fantastic legend, Sean Walsh. I'm already a legend. Comedy oh, legend. Yeah. That, Sean was Walsh. Mu- that was a much better. In truth, fantastic legend was better than fantastic. Mm. I don't think you're quite a legend. I think I, I think, I think you're I on your way. Be. I think you're on your way. Um, I don't know. I don't know what for. Well, I do. The, the great thing, the great thing with Sean, it could be for his comedy. Could be a national no, scandal. We don't yeah, know what it's going to be. Sean is like, what's it? That film, A Star Is Born. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, to, to trials, tribulate. You haven't seen that, have you? Yeah. Are you saying I'm going to hang myself? <laughs> Wait, is that what happens in that? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, Mike? I did. I didn't reveal it. You forgot that. Oh, sorry. Because I spoiled it. No, I don't. I, I don't. I wasn't going to watch it. I'm not know. saying you're going to hang yourself. I'm just saying like the story is just like it could be a movie. There's a good. It, thank you. You did, but you don't have like a protege. There is a movie in all of us. Yeah. Well, I wanted to start today without an actual bit of philosophy, which we we've, we've strayed away from on this podcast good. a lot. Um, but I know you're a big fan of philosophy. Well, I well I find it interesting and try to be, but can't remember anything. Right, that's that's yeah. very much what this podcast is. And uh, so I wanted to for you. And I think this this is my listeners will know this is one of my favourite stories, favourite bit of philosophy. But I don't think there's anyone that applies more to than yourself. Oh no! And that is the story of the Chinese farmer. I know that. I know this. Story. I don't know. This story. So once You're not. So once upon a the time, there was a the there was a Chinese farmer, farmer whose horse ran away. That evening, all of his neighbors came round to commiserate. They said, we are so sorry to hear your horse has run away. This is unfortunate. The farmer said, maybe. The next day, the horse came back, bringing seven wild horses with it. And in the evening, everybody came and said, oh, isn't that lucky? What a great turn of events. You now have eight horses. The farmer again said, maybe. The following day, his son tried to break one of the horses. And while riding it, he was thrown and broke his leg. The neighbors then said, oh, dear, that's too bad. And the farmer responded, maybe. The next day, the conscription officers came around to conscript people into the army. And they rejected his son because he had broken his leg. And his neighbors came around again and said isn't that great again he said maybe the whole process of nature is an integrated process of immense complexity and it's really impossible to tell whether anything happens in it is good or bad because you never know what will be the consequences of misfortune or you never know what will be the consequences of good fortune they also forgot to mention that that uh, the dad had a rare illness in which the only word he could say was maybe <laughs> um, he fell off the horse and broke his head and that's why that's the only word he could yes i mean i feel like you know it is a bit of a dick people are like oh sorry for your loss yeah 
it's kind of, you know, just like. You know, Where did that come from? What, what are, you are you still no, stuck on a star the, is born? No, no, no. I'm just saying like, uh, it, the, the people are coming like, oh, really sorry this has happened to you. And he's like, uh, yeah. Just be like, oh, thank you. Thanks for coming, taking time out your day. What are you talking, what, what are you talking about? In the story, people are coming to this farmer. Yeah. To like, taking time out of their day on their farm. Yeah. Could be doing crops and rice and that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, sorry that this happened to you. Yeah. And he's not really giving them the emotional uh, correct response. So he's being philosophical. Right. He's being open-minded about the consequences and whether or not this in the long term will be a good thing or a bad thing. So I was just moving the mic towards Sean. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's a summary of life, isn't it? Mm. That's maybe. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, really, you've really you've really taken to this like a duck yeah, to water yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yes. do you feel like that applies to you absolutely i think it applies to all of us yeah well you you can imagine a thing and we try not to make everything too comedy literal on this podcast but you might get something that is like you could get a, a tv thing or something but you could fuck it up in a same way of like you go on and have a bad set but, but the time before you got that you uh, so I remember one Edinburgh, just to give an example, I went up there and completely fucked it up. I was looking forward to doing it. And then you fucked up an entire Edinburgh. An entire Edinburgh. It was <laughs> you, just... you fucked up a month. Yeah. Oh. That's quite a long well, time. It, That's it, a streak. Do you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even just like, it was just like, the, but I'm glad it happened because it what it taught me mm -hmm. was it stopped me being arrogant and in comedy because I got signed quite young due to who my father is. It sort of taught me a lot about myself there. And then when, actually, if you go and work hard, and I went and did work hard and more things happened. So it was a good thing that that happened. But at the time, when it was happening, yes. it was a disaster. Sometimes you need to touch the hot pan to know that it's hot. Because you, we all know to not fuck up an entire month. Stop trying to rewrite <laughs> the Chinese farmer story. <laughs> I, I feel like without retrospection, we should all know that I've spent a lot of money on this show and I shouldn't fuck up for a whole month. But you had to do it to know. Yeah. To not do it. Well, I was 20. Yeah. 20? Yeah, I was 20. Oh, no. I shouldn't have been doing a show. No one should be doing a show at 20. No, what have you got to say? What did you talk about? Who wants about? to watch that? Oh, it was such... It wasn't a good show. What did you do? Of course it wasn't a good show. You were 20. What was it called? Uh, Near Life Experience. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I felt so... As soon as I was trying it in my head, I was like, just make up a name, Elliot. But the name itself is awful. Near Life Experience. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of being aware that you haven't got shit to talk about in the title. Yeah. And it was so... It was so... what? It was my first ever I tried to write an Edinburgh show. So you didn't even do just the best of? No. The best of what? You yeah. 20? I know. I know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So I... It was that... It was that... It was my second show. My first one had gone all right. But I was 19 when I did that show, and it was... You did, this is your second hour? Yeah. The fuck? I'm struggling. I'm 27. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? How many shows have you done? Not one. Milk that, been milking that for a bit. Good. That's, I think you, yeah. you've done the right thing. Mm. Well, we but, don't know yet. Maybe. Yeah, well, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, this is the problem with that story, is that <laughs> it, just, it does apply to you. You can put it on top of everything. Do you know yeah. what I respect about you, Elliot? You never made a pun out of any of your show titles. Uh, That's, yeah, not, true. You, That's not true. That's not true. Oh, my that, God. It's awful. It's, do you not know this? Wait, wait, Were wait, you joking? Wait, I didn't know this. This is one of the worst. This is one of the worst. You could go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. What? Young and young. I was going to keep that to myself. <laughs> wait, wait, what was it correct? <laughs> so, no. What was it called? Oh no! Ye oh, 
yin and yang. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> but you, you do know it's yeah. yin. Yeah, it's I know, and they spelled it yong uh, wrong. No one noticed that. So both were wrong? No, no, it, the, so it, the phrase is obviously yin. Yin. And yang. Yin and yang. But, but, but my show is called ying. Yeah. Ying. G, <laughs> with a G. Ying. And young. So, and young. so we got the first word that wasn't meant to be a pun wrong, and then did <laughs> a really bad pun next. <laughs> that, show, that shows the worst show I've ever done. Uh, that was actually, a I think it show. counts as culturally offensive now. Even, and, and you're right. And now it's, and now it's racist. That's I, good. I'm, racist me, to add to my. I'll, I'll tell mine, and then we can. Uh, we can. I think I know where we both went wrong. Oh God. Um, what was yours? Mine. My first one. Right, in my accent, it's makes so it mental. Called Netflix and Steel. <laughs> like Netflix that, that, and Steel rhymes with Steel. Where are you going? It doesn't rhyme. It's not a pun. Chill has one syllable. Steel has two. Right. It the doesn't problem even... is, in my accent, it makes sense. And also, because my agent is from Peckham, <laughs> when he said it, he's like, yeah, Steel, great. Who is oh also God, your agent, so where mental. I imagine Ying made sense. Yeah, because he wouldn't have known how to spell it. Oh, <laughs> my God. Show was called Netflix and still. <laughs> bro. It's awful. Bro, I, I had to spend the first five minutes of my show explaining what I've just explained to you. I had to do, my first five minutes was admin. Oh, my God. We're sorting out an admin error. What now, year was that? That would have been like the year where that phrase just came out. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was so wait, culturally wait, relevant. Wait, wait. Now, in all seriousness, did anything good come from that mistake? The first five minutes of the show was funny about it. There we go. There's the uh, maybe. Right. But, um, but as well, right, that's that's that bit of um, when you first come into uh, an industry like that or any industry and you're very green and you, you don't quite know how to approach something like that, you try... I'll find for myself, I don't know about you guys, but... You try follow what is the way people have already set. So you see that people do a pun in their title. Yes. Like, I'm not a comedian who does puns. No. So, and it doesn't suit me. Right. So now when I go up, I'm not going to, you know, like I got I got hit in the, the balls and required surgery. And people are like, oh, you could call your next show Ball of Steel. And I'll be like, no, I won't because I'm not dog shit. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. In, instead yes. of making that my... Yeah, 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 if yeah. I hadn't done that, yeah. I would do that. And a flyer would be me holding... Holding my nuts and everyone would be, oh, be you'd oh, be naked. Yeah. Your... Oh god. Yeah. 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 But yeah, if, yeah. if you're gonna do like a whole narrative about your balls, I'm not going to. No. Just a 20 minute bit. You've seen the bit. Yeah. Someone told me about the bit. Said it was brilliant. Oh, it's really right. good. Yeah. I've not seen a really in a long time a 20 minute bit on one story. Before, That's something. Yeah. I've not seen that. So uh, yeah. And you did did it did it really well. Oh, it's right. going to get better. So. Yeah. I, really I do four it. minute bits. Yeah, it's good. Oh. Even that for me is like, phew, <laughs> you're, <long> time. <laughs> you're very good at it. And the thing that I loved about your special kiss, which is out on YouTube, that people for free, for free, that people should watch. Yeah, but it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw it live and then I watched it with another comedian, Kai Humphreys. Oh, yeah. And you know, when you do that thing where you watch something with another comic and you go and you put something on and you go, oh, is this going to be. Is this going to be slightly? They're going to be like, well, and then we just from the off just loved it as much as oh, when I was there. That's very nice, but I'm su I'm really surprised that you um, watched a special with someone. Well, we were just watching. Uh, we were just hanging out in Glasgow, and I was like, we talked oh. about comedy specials, and I was like, and with his wife Natalie, and uh, we were like, oh, we should watch Sean Walsh's special, and we even did the thing where you said, pause this, go and watch the dance. Oh, that's amazing! It I a lot of people did that. I'm so chuffed with that. Yeah. So I I'm describing like, the. It was on. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it. I was on a show called Strictly Come Dance. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And 
uh, on the night that kind of that changed my life forever, <laughs> I did the Paso Doble on Strictly Come Dancing. Obviously, what kind of dance did they explain it? What ca- the it's the Doble. Spanish one. It involves a lot of stretching. It's the dance that the people uh, do with the red flag to try and oh, touch the ball. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of stretching. Got a seven off Bruno. That's nice. You, you did it. Much. You did it well. Did it very well. Um, I was I was undermarked. But the but obviously I can't. You're you're describing about it, and you have to think. Well, look, most people aren't going to remember this, and also there might be people watching that don't know any of this. So what I could do is because it's YouTube, you could you're on. That's the amazing thing about doing yeah. these things on the internet, is you can just get the audience to go and look at. You know, you, any comic could do that. When you think about it, you could go pause this and Google. Like it's such yeah, a cool little yeah. mechanism to, to be able like, to use. That's the thing about specials. You are performing to the audience at home. As much as in the room, y- yes, yeah. I, I, I did notice that more because I, more. I, I, I saw that show in Edinburgh, and then I saw it at Angel, and I actually like going to go watch things recorded sometimes because I think it's really interesting when you can watch someone be caught up killing in the room and go, oh no, and this is a thing that I probably don't know actually, but you're not meant to be having the, these people are there to have a good gig too, but you're not playing to them. Yeah. Like when yeah. you see people or you hear about people's Apollo sets where they're caught up and they're killing there and it's like deliver down the camera, deliver to you know what I mean? That- yeah, of course. But I think I think one of the things that I okay, here's here's something that I thought. In when you're when you're uh you know, when you're you're brought you're brought up in the clubs, obviously the kind of first thing I remember is s- sandwich your set with the gold. So, what is it? Open with your second. Is it open with your second best bit? Close with your best bit. Right. Right. right yeah. Okay. No. Do you think you guys never hear that? That sounds familiar. To that's some but that's sort of, kind of yeah, that was the that was the DNA of of most club routines, and then you kind of you know build in the middle until mm. you've got your quote unquote killer twenty, whatever. Mm. But so, but if you use that, if you use that method for TV, I noticed this. I I got stung by this myself. Is that I would go and perform the same set that I would do in a club on Live at the Apollo. But of course, if you do your second best bit and you open with your second best bit and then fill and then and obviously you shouldn't be filling by the time you're doing Live at the Apollo, but you know what I mean? And then you close with your best bit. You've got that the wrong way around on telly because on telly, it's get them, get them, now get right. them. And, and then even if you want fade out, yeah. if you have to, I wish I could go. I don't really care, but... If I was going to give advice, if I was a manager or something for a comic, I would say just top end the whole thing. Yeah. You, you think you need a big closer. You don't. Just, just even just quietly walk off. It doesn't matter. Just top load it. Well, just for my own nerves, I'd want to start really strong. Just to be like, all right, cool, I'm in here. I'm in the room. It's like being a boxer. I got my first punch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of the way. Absolutely. But I don't, I obviously I don't. Yes, of course you want to start strong and anyone would be trying to start strong. But what I mean is, when I first did Live at the Apollo, mm. I think the most, the routine that worked the best anywhere when I was doing it live was this routine about Mortal Kombat, about mm. when I was a kid playing Mortal Kombat. And I put that at the end. Now, when they put out the half an hour episode, they cut that off. <sighs> they cut off the best routine. Yeah. And I just, you look back and you just, you can't believe it. And obviously, yeah. if I had known that they were going to do that, I would have just come out and done that yeah. at the top. You you did Live at the Apollo, or Live at the Apollo was still a game changer. Do you know what I mean? When it was still like... I think I was the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. I, I think what, I was the beginning of the end. What year did you first do Live at the Apollo? I don't know, but I was 20. 
25 or 4. 25. I was 25. Yeah, I mean, it's, st- it's still, like the Apollo, around, people don't know really. It's still a big deal now, but back in the day. Mm, it's, it's green room bragging rights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 uh, the comics that I know who get. Uh, and a nice check. A nice check. And the comics I know who get upset. I know comics who, when the Live at the Apollos come out, <laughs> and we all. <laughs> And you're like, well, have you got, right, you're going to do Live at the Apollo. Have you got a podcast or anything, a promoter afterwards or that? Have you got no, you're set? still you're still going to go and do and do spiky mic gigs. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what is your, what is your next, I, this is a thing that I, I know, and not just, again, not just to make it in comedies. I think people put, this will be the making of me and think this will happen. And there's this thing that we all do where we idealise something mm-hmm. and go we want that that's mm-hmm. what we want that will bring me happiness and I've seen it happen to people and they get there and then they don't know what to do because they haven't thought of where do I go after yes where do I go where, and now what well now hopefully in another two years I get back on live at the Apollo and right. you just do that until the end of time well I think right, I'll take that to bring it to philosophy I think that putting your your happiness in any in the future is, dan- is dangerous as opposed to like I'm only present now but I like mm. now have my happiness now. But do you need that for a certain mm. level of drive? Is that is that amb- a happiness or ambition? I think I think if you I, sometimes you can confuse the two. But sometimes you might go, I need, I want to get to here because I that would show me a sense of worth. And not just in philosophy. I'm you know I'm doing work. I, I like jujitsu. I would really like to get to a point where I've got a blue belt, which would feel cool. But is that the highest belt? No, highest is black. But what would be a really cool belt for me is purple, because purple is like a serious belt. That means you've really applied yourself to get there, and you really know stuff. What are you? I'm a white belt. I'm I'm the first belt. Really? Yeah. I, so I'm a white belt. You're a white belt. I'm I'm a white belt. You're a white belt. That's, <laughs> but you like do the fight. Surely you're not. No, I'm a white belt, man. It takes forever. I've not done any. I'm a white belt. It, ta- it, ta- it takes forever. It's I'm, just... a le- I'm a leather belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's but it's the same as in comedy. You can be on the open mic circuit for three years. You know, there's people who do that. Yes. It, it, there's no... That with there's something like jiu-jitsu, it's cool, though, because we've talked about this before. Like, there is at least a promotion. In comedy, there is never a promotion. You are suddenly, one day, you go, oh, I'm here. I, I remember Mac- McCaffrey told me that, uh, that that he had heard Tom Stade saying, this is many, many years ago, when we were on the, you know, just on the starting out on the circuit, that he had, he had heard Tom Stade, <laughs> I think at Birmingham Glee, just walk in and go, uh, when do you win showbiz? <laughs> I loved that. That always yeah. stayed with me. Like, it just doesn't, there's no, you can't complete this. Some people have won. Like, George, George Clooney is secure. Then he has to make it up. Oh, but he'll still, he'll still have a thing that he's not got. Do you still, think? No, no, I don't. I tell think that. you what, they'll be. Do you think that? I tell you what, right? I was the other day talking to my dad. Has he won an Oscar? No, he hasn't. No, I, I don't I, okay, it Brad might Pitt. be at the Oscar, but but it won't even be. He deserves an Oscar I, just for his beautiful face. Yeah, it's, so it's charming. insane. So charming. But he, but there's a thing that I reckon that there'll be an audition he went for. I didn't get that fucking role in high school, and that, that cunt got it over me. I couldn't believe that. Do you know what I mean? Like it was still irking. Like with my dad, we talk about a thing the other day, and my dad. Just out of nowhere. Oh, that's such a good career. He's very respected community. Still sells tour tickets. Doesn't matter. He is a legend. He is a legend, is right? A legend. And he went, oh, fucking, they never nominated me for that Edinburgh Award. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that was 30 years ago and you're still holding on to that. Like, they nominated me twice. I know. Congratulations. <laughs> Two-time number <laughs> me in the room. Um, 
Yeah, no, but that, yeah, that's that's weird, isn't it? Because he's got everything that you would potentially get out of that. What my dad? Yeah, yes, but you know. then he's also got that thing where it's never enough. Well, that's that's like there's no official happy ever after in terms of oh people are like once oh, so I get married and have kids, it'll be happy ever after. No, now you got to raise the kids, you got to mm. pay off the mortgage. The, the the story ends when you die. There's no going to be a point where you're like I'm so. There's nothing I now ever need anymore. That doesn't exist. Well, That's not how human brains work. It's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We're all striving towards self-actualization. Oh my gosh, you've done research. What What Does do you mean, mean striving? To what is What is self-actualization? I, I interpret self-actualization. So do you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Where it's like at the bottom of the pyramid is just... Remind me, because right. I do. And I, I, I've, no, I will have... Re honestly, I would have read this. And it, what, it, what happens, it just goes in the ear and then, and yeah, then so nothing stays. It's, uh, it's at the bottom of it is sort of you need shelter, fire... Yes, thing. yes, yes. Yeah. Then as you go up, things get uh, yeah. a bit more complicated and it starts becoming things that you don't actually need. Or So you start going, well, I want this. Maybe I want family. Maybe I want success. Maybe I want these things. You get to the top and there's self what we're striving towards is self-actualization. Yes. Well, that, that, is, that, is, that is quite near the top. Yeah. But then that, uh, that to me is like, you know who you are, you've worked on yourself and you're content with who you are as a human being. So even for, for me, even for your mistakes in the past, you're fine with them. You're like, no, that's cool. That got me to here where I am today. Sort of like we were talking about with the Chinese yes. farmer. I think the yes. highest point is like of self-actualization is being able to forgive yourself. Yes. And just, but like not to the point of sociopath. No. E. Not like a Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. Who's Jeffrey Dahmer? Serial killer. Ah, no. Not really. Uh, don't. Not really. Not a lot of pop culture. I don't. Is he the current Netflix thing? Yeah, it's very good. Yes, right. Well, see, I kind of. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> there very, you go. Very good. I think the ability to to forgive yourself, maybe even before someone has forgiven you. How old are you? Twenty seven. And do you have to forgive yourself? I don't really do nothing. I don't leave the house much, so it makes it easier. <laughs> you forgive yourself before I forgive you on this podcast a lot when I get a text 15 minutes beforehand going, have you done any prep for today? <laughs> Hang on a second. Have you meant to have done prep? No, we've got we've got things we we keep it loose structured, but we know where we're going at the start. You two know what right now. You know where we're going. Oh, I have no we're idea where we're going. But we, we like going. that. We like we, we didn't tell you anything. We okay, we don't. We like leaving people in the dark. Well, but we but, like vibing with people. I think forgiveness. You're saying forgive to forgive yourself. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah, because guilt. Uh, I think uh, is the ultimate anchor. Mm. Once you let go of that guilt and you turn it into something productive. Um, I think you know we we go further as humans. But you did that in a in a way. I don't know if it was girl. I don't know what it was. But you took something that you went through that was awful and then wrote uh, and a great show about nominated it. show. Two, well, two it, great shows about it. it. What, it <laughs> yes, you, you've not you've not stopped talking about it. Short. No, yeah, I've wrote, I've wrote, no, but that's a two parter. Great. And um, but I think it's the, it, 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 in terms of forgive yourself. I mean, that's yeah. It wasn't about the, neither were about forgiving myself. Would you it, say you have? It's very, it's it's very complicated because because if you if it was you know it's very complicated. Uh, me and let's how can we put it? Me and my ex um, aren't friends, and I think I can say that publicly. So it makes it very you don't. It makes it complicated. It's not just a you know a statement was released about me two days later. So suddenly that person is has gone from being someone you hurt to suddenly being 
your kind of arch nemesis. Yeah, so it, yeah. it come then and then the whole thing becomes completely what, and utterly complex. So I do don't, you, you know, is it? Do you need to forgive yourself before someone else has forgiven you? Because it is that bad or is that like I need to let this go so I can move on with my life? Well, it, exactly, yeah. And you, you yeah. know, and once you've, if you've, if you've, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think with life, once you've, that's one of the problems with life. I think is you kind of can't. Certainly in that situation, what we're talking about, me and Strictly and the kiss, is that you can't make up for it. And you Don't. wish you could. You do. You wish you could. You know, at the time, you wish you could make up for that, but you can't. And all you've got is this word, yeah. which is sorry, which you can mean sincerely. Mm. And I did, mm. but you know, at the end of the day, that person, you know, <laughs> once that person is still talking about you publicly, you can't. You, you like, just it, it really complicates yeah, things. I, so, I, how do I keep hanging on to? This I know. I, you know so I, mean? I do, so it's it's very complex. Exactly. And all I, all I all I've got is I was sincerely sorry yeah. that and that and that's it and if you could do more if all of us in any situation in life could do more about the the hurt that we've caused at the time mm -hmm. whatever that is whether you've cheated or whatever yeah. you've done then you then we all would wouldn't we but you can't you've just it's so annoying it's like okay i've done uh, i've i've wronged you um and i've just got two syllables it's so annoying. Yeah. I wish there was more. And the thing and, is, and that's, especially that's it. You know, like you could just mean it. You got to mean it. There's something like that. Like one another thing you can do is obviously change behaviour. It's like yes. one way. It's like I'm yes, not, but it's it sucks with cheating. Like because I'm a change, just not with you. I'm gonna just be well, better with somebody else. I, I I'm not I'm not spoke about this. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not spoke about this before. <laughs> I'm gonna be a better man, just not not with you. I'm gonna be the man you wanted me to be. Uh, with another person, I, like, yeah, I'm gonna take what I've learned from you. That's <laughs> that unfortunate. Yeah, that's um, but I, that's a good. That is, yeah, yeah. that's a that's a good point. But that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's hey, someone's gonna really appreciate that I've done this to you one day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> For the man that I am gonna become. Yeah, they're Indeed. gonna. They're you gonna, and, learning curve. And, and let's be honest, you threw a plate, uh, so we're not yeah. we're not all. We're not all innocent. Listen, in comedy terms, <laughs> you were my work in progress. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. And this next person is my award nominated <laughs> show. You know what I mean? That's, that's how the break. I, I had a thing, uh, and I was very immature in, a, in before me and my missus broke up and got back together because I, I have worked on myself and stuff. But, I was but very, you got back together? Yes. In a relationship. Because I, yeah, with my girlfriend, I love very much, and I, I'd. Um, Did you say that quicker? Well, I, I feel. Weird. I'm I, with my girlfriend. We'll love I feel. I feel. I'm with my girlfriend. We'll love very much. Elliot. Sometimes you do that. You speed for a sentence. So I will because when I have to say, say it, anything, Elliot, say it, Elliot, and look at me oh, in the eyes. I can't because the the, the 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 repressed kid in my head is there going like, "You meant a deadlift <laughs> and go to the gym and lift weights. You're not meant to feel emotions. Say <laughs> so a clear sentence. Well, could I just say I think we've come a long way. 2022, we've come a long way, and saying that you love your girlfriend very much. On a podcast, yeah, I st I still think that's a bit gay. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It is. I agree. It is like in my head. I don't know what I'm about to say about a woman in my life that I love her, and in my head, there's just something in my head going gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what that is. I would I'll judge I know, you a bit. But, but, I, when yeah. I, but I want it. Yeah, when, I, when I was 20, I went out drinking. I, I kissed a dude once. No voice in my head said gay then. But the minute I talk about, I like, would have been the voice. <laughs> that that's gay. Yeah, that, that is gay. Facts. But then, uh, but then with my girlfriend, she uh, like we were both kind of in a bad place and stuff. And um, 
she, she behaved a bad way, I behaved a bad way, and she was like... Can you say that quicker as well? She <laughs> behaved a bad way, <laughs> I behaved a bad <laughs> way. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I I I fuck the story. <laughs> you're not, not having fun with my, with my inability to open up. <laughs> uh, but I, I'd been in a, in a similar position to what you'd been in, not not with like the public eye or anything, but, like that, no. but still with her friends knowing... Yes. Um, oh, God. That's and yeah. things like that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, let me just say, she was no angel either. Um, but I was, uh, but it was, uh, it was, you know, it was what two press conference. Are we? I don't know. Why are you? No, we've not grilled I'm, you. I'm You're kind of opening up, but reluctantly. I'm trying to resonate. And we've not gone. Elliot, what did you do? What did you do with your girlfriend? You don't have to say this. And you go, like two cops. She, she also <laughs> fucked up a man. She also <laughs> fucked up a man. I can fuck up a girl. Um, um, like we, we're not asking. Uh, yeah. just, just yeah, do you know what this is like? This is like. Uh, I feel like I'm on paedophile hunters and I've been cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's just it's just the two guys who happen to be in an Aston car park. <laughs> yes. Like they're just doing yeah. their weekly shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to get get this dinner home. <laughs> oh my god. Do you by the way, do you edit this podcast? Nah. No. No, we don't. Then can I make a statement about the I use the word gay and I'm I am very scared about that. No, it's fine. Ah, um, I meant it ironically, can I meant you, it can we I meant it in the sense that I, and I didn't actually use that word as a kid. Because all my mum's friends were gay, and I knew that it was offensive. But the other kid, I'm now having, I'm having to do a disclaimer. The word, the word I get absolutely offensive. petrified that I get if someone clips that and out, and then I'm, I get eaten alive. So no, I can't. People know you're joking. And by the way, if they're going to go through and clip bits of this podcast, oh my god, oh boy, oh sign god. up to our Patreon for the real stuff. Okay, <laughs> where we we do not edit names. Right, okay, <laughs> no, bit, like, too, bit too flippant. Now, yeah, it would, it, there has been times on we've walked away from here. We once had to go like we have to stop acting. Like that three pound fifty is some some CIA paywall. No one <laughs> yes. can. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where we just throw out names of producers. Oh, <laughs> television producers. Hey, Peters, you you have as well. I I say it like just repeating the name back. Like, oh, you said the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really said that name. Okay. You, you speed through it. Yeah, I think it's a different. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time you enunciate clearly is when you're talking about television producers. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Benjamin and Simon. Who's? They're just all called Benjamin and Simon. Oh right, yeah, I've noticed. No, no, I'll, I'll tell you who it is off pod. And uh, but the, yeah, as we were talking about, it was uh, the embarrassment, and, that, and also I felt like a level of just like, oh, what the fuck have I done? Oh uh, do, well, yeah. Do you know course. what I mean? Like yeah, you know when you just and did you like, forgive yourself? Yeah, because I was one back then. I wasn't good at being in a. A relationship. Uh, with the way we went into the relationship, we were just we were just being silly and stuff. And now, whereas I put the actual work in a silly relationship. Now is where I put. <laughs> now is where I put the work into it, and I'm very happy where I am and stuff. It makes it a lot. It, it's like, oh right, this requires work because I, I was going. It was my first ever relationship. I was going into it with the naivety of, oh, it all just it just flows and it it ebbs and it flows and it's this because you yes. don't you don't actually. Yes. And I was 23. You do things so young. When does uh, somebody who's not really relationship first, uh, when does it become work? A relationship? Yeah. From the second they start asking, what are we? But that, that's pre-relationship. That's pre-relationship, surely, because what are yes. we yeah, 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 be yeah. in the relationship? When does it become work? When does it stop being like, oh, da-da-da, we're chasing ducks? You have, to, you have to do stuff you don't want to do, like going for walks. I love. I'm very fortunate. Me, me, and my 
You enjoy walking? We, we, that's our thing. Actually. Where do you live? Really? Where do you, where do you like to walk? Hammersmith, and we like to walk to, we like to walk Hyde Park. We like to walk um, little, Notting Hill. You have a little dog, don't you? As well, and we have a little dog. That Mildred, helps with Mildred the Barrett. Yeah. That helps with the walk because they got their little legs, and you just, you know what I mean. Dogs are good for that for the walks. Yeah, they are. Thank you for explaining what it, a dog is. <laughs> it does mean that I have to pick up shit on a walk, but, which is quite unfortunate. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind going for walks. Um, what, what is work? But I mean, I mean, you you have to start doing things you don't necessarily want to do because it brings happiness to your partner or and or, also do things that you would like you know that you that you uh you have to re- you have to resist temptation yes because you know you can because you don't want to hurt people right yeah that and but, or make them upset but that comes easier as you as you sort of but, but the thing is the happier you are in the relationship what Yes, everything is work in life to feel good, etc. You have to put. The, I mean, maybe it's a thing of getting older. You get older, and you have to, you have to put effort into being. I well, for me, have to put the work in to not be unhappy. Right. So that can be content. That can be indeed happy. Yeah. But if you just like you say, go with the flow. For me, that's unhappiness. Right. I have to. I have take to take control. I have to exercise. Take take control. Put put love and passion into the work I do and all of this nonsense to 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 not be unhappy. I hear. And with a relationship, what well, I'm very fortunate because I love going home and I used to hate going home. Mm. Going home was the I just wanted to stay out, get shit faced. Home was this unhappy place for mm. me. And now my home is somewhere. That for, all I want to do is go home. That yeah. I think I think. Now, I'm 36, and I'm sure this will, as with all of these things, when you record them and you put them out, this will one day come back to haunt me. Of course it will. But <laughs> no, where I really I gave it. Currently, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, but, I, but today, I think that I found this nice space, which is the, my, my, the thing I want in, uh, in the most in life is to go home. Yeah. And secondly, is to have a great gig. Yeah. That is a good place to be in. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. And that's where I am. So I love doing the comedy, love, you know, coming up with funny things, love writing scripts, all the stuff. But all I ever really want to do is go home. That's so that's so lovely. And people people can't believe it when I'm going, I just want to go home. Yeah. And it's not because I hate my job, it's because I love my home. Yeah. I I love that. I used to not like going home, but then I bought a new mattress. I said, Oh, I just Where from? Emma, Emma mattress. You know what Emma Is that advertised on TV? Sometimes, yeah. I got money. Why is it bit. so good? Firm <laughs> or soft? It's kind of firm. And... What a brag! I got money. I got a mattress. <laughs> That's what the Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that <laughs> Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Uh, it's like one of the yes. base level things. It's the first. No, but my mattresses of TVs are not going to Dave's beds around the corner. I'm going to like buying mattresses of. That's very stuff. good. You know what I mean? so, there you go. There's something you could aspire to. And then, get, that, get that Patreon money. Yeah. Yeah. And then so I was like, oh, I like this mattress. I want to go home to this mattress yeah i uh, you're nice. probably going home to family and love yeah but for me mattress. Uh, yeah yeah i uh i've just i now don't want to go out and get shit faced after a gig but what i do want to do is go out and get dinner with people which is a cool place to be that's very nice like, i find it weird when uh, you say that man. i like going out and getting dinners like now nice. so having a few beers why do you find it weird when he says it's that? like michael let's go get dinner like that's weird i want to get dinner let's go yeah. out to eat i don't want to get dinner do Plus, you get shit faced i don't get shit faced no. no that's the I thing do. Yeah, I know you do. I, I, That's but, what I did. But I, I now, I'm in a really good place with uh, drinking where I don't do, I haven't done drugs in ages. 
So I'm now in that cool place where it used to be, I'd go out and get drunk and then want to go and do other things. And now yeah. I'm just like, I'll stay out and drink and be quite happy drinking and then go home. And that's like, for, that's a good place to be. Or I want to go and get, oh, right, we're doing top secret. Should we go to Chinatown and get some Chinese food or something and have a few beers and just chat shit? That's why I like New York. If he said that, it'd be good when he says dinner. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's go for supper, Michael. Yes. Yeah. What's wrong with saying dinner? It's just form too formal for me. I know what you mean. What about food? Yeah, say go, food. I think you should let's go get food. Yeah, I think you should change. Oh, let's go over dinner. It sounds too like final. Yes, it sounds like there's um, napkins. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is. We go to different places say, in Chinatown. Yeah, mm. I like what you said about having to do the work to almost just stay at a base level. Totally, I really you know think I mean? that's that. That might just be me, but if I don't, if I don't do the work, that I don't even reach base yeah. level. Because people sound very um, laid back and chilled out, but. I, I put in work to do that, you know. What's the work? I, I, I meditate do you? daily, you know. Do. Uh, how long for? 20 minutes. Okay. Two times a day. Um, oh. Most days, try and I'd keep a journal. Uh, trying to be aware of my... Oh, that thing will read like the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you read out a page of that and you're going to summon Cthulhu. <laughs> There's some dark thoughts in there. But I keep them. Are you a dark man? Whoa. No, don't say that. <laughs> oh, no. I've cancelled again. Oh, no. It's a spicy it episode, everyone. <laughs> we we are all. Uh, I'm going to help you by moving. I'm going to help Thank you. We are all capable of, of, of dark thoughts, and I think it's okay to entertain them. Just don't, you know, don't dwell in them. Don't. I think some people, they love to, to live in the. The darkness they love to live in that i don't know how depression works but i think some people they kind of call it's almost like a blanket of darkness carl young was it carl young yeah carl young who was a so student of a was a student of freud who was like you need to embrace yin and yang basically you need to embrace yin yin sorry yin you need to embrace you need to embrace the darkness that is within you, you need to understand that it's there to be a complete human being because there is no human being who doesn't, who isn't, everyone is capable of acts of evil. Everyone is capable of bad things and that's actually part of the human experience. You are not truly human if you've never done anything bad and not experienced guilt or remorse or know that you're capable of these things. So that is part of it and that is part of being human. I think, there's a certain level of, you need to know what your dark. I mean, not is. like if you've run over a kid and you never tell anyone about right, it. Right, drunk right. Drive, that's probably... Again, if you forgive yourself by the time you get to your driveway, it's all good. Do you reckon you can forgive uh, yourself? If I hit a kid? Yeah. Hang on, in a car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, not, okay. like, not like, not like, yeah. that's, well, more, that's that. more forgivable. Stop the car, round down the window. Drive off. That's, I'd forgive you for that because that's so funny. He's just laughing. That's so, that's so funny. That's like a drive-by happy slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really funny. Yeah, I'd forgive myself for that. Um, what was I saying? You need to know what your dark side is so you know yeah. how to not go there mm. you need to know what you are at your worst maybe you don't need to know it by doing it but you need to know what your triggers are yeah absolutely absolutely and I it gives you something to sorry no go to for interrupt it. but i think it gives you something to if you know your dark side you know what to uh what you're trying to get away from mm. i think that could be quite handy mm. but is it you know? always running away from yourself well i might be talking about so i think in my head there i was thinking about addiction 
Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That if, if you've got quite an addictive personality and that's put, kind of, let's put that in the dark side of yourself, then you know what you're then trying to get away from to get to a better place. But could you argue addiction? Because we're like quite... Let's not argue. No, no, no. no, no, no <laughs> like, uh, I say, could you argue? But like, because no. we're quite similar in a way of that, like, I, or I go through a stage where I like going out drinking stuff, but because I've had a surgery, I've not been able to train. I've not been able to train. I literally eat what I want and drink what I want, and I've not been able to live my life in the way that I usually live it with uh, going to the gym and training which and then I'm in my routine where I do that and then writing and editing videos I then go in structure structure yeah, yeah, yeah. without so that fundamental but fundamental, like. the the part of me that is slightly addictive allows me to then do comedy and write comedy and gig loads and then edit and stuff like that but then when that structure is not there that does mean I just want to drink beer all day yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah, and not even just that. Eat hobnobs mm. and things. You know, sit there playing the PlayStation. Yes. So you're, you're saying your lack of ability to train has made you more. Uh, it's made you fall off a bit in terms yeah. of all areas of your life. Yes, but I've just embraced it. I've gone. This is a fun period where you kind of get to do what you want. As long as you still do your work, you're fine. Mm. And then as of next week, I'll be back training, and that yeah. stops. But I get to have that. But I don't know anyone who doesn't train uh, or and I compete at let me say an incredibly low, 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 low level. But I, the fighters I know who are pro, like every single one of them has like an eating, some sort of form of that you classify as an eating disorder or body dysmorphia or wow. something. Because they, wow. their bodies, they're That's constantly so changing their, they're constantly changing their physiology essentially through starving themselves. Then the fight is done. Then they get to go and eat what they want and drink what they want. And then they've got to go back to training and the, the consistency. It's like if you're doing Edinburgh, like you imagine you're coming up to Edinburgh and you're gigging, you're gigging, you're gigging. And then you end Edinburgh and you go away and you might not gig for a little bit or something. Or you might not gig as frequently as you were. Yeah. And you don't do the writing. And then suddenly you get to October and you're like, I haven't written anything. Because I feel, do you know what I mean? But, but, October's well, not that bad. Well, well, hang on. I, I no, I, 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 I've allowed myself to not write. Great. Anything after Edinburgh. Because You're quite I, studious. Well, I, well, I, I, uh, I well I was I tr I put a lot of intensity into the run up to uh, Edinburgh, but I I thought it was so much hard work that I've just got to just got to rest, just mm. got to not be a comedian for a mm. bit. But you actually work, you actually do the job of a comedian outside of being on stage. You like make time to work. Yeah, so I d I, I try. Do you? I think you do as well, don't you? To an extent. To an extent, but not. I don't think because uh, I, I say that it's me being in my level and you doing. You're I'm always impressed by people who are like at a certain point and they're still putting in work. And it's like, oh, shit, they're there because they've put in that work. Yeah, you and I mean, and it's interesting. I always say at that level, like with that Bill Burr special, that that last Bill Burr special was so good. I don't think people realize how hard it is for him to just be good is as much work as it is for someone else to put out an incredible special because he's been at the top for so long. Yeah. So for him to go away every week and work, that isn't just, that's why it's so impressive. Yeah. That I loved put, that. It's so no. good. It, I loved it's it. Like, it's like when you're looking at like American football, like Tom Brady, like, oh my gosh, he's 44 and he's still training hard. It's like, yeah, that's why I he's still here at 44. Yeah. When I was in my 20s and I was, when I started stand-up, I was good for an open spot. So, you know, I was in the finals. I won a couple of the newcomer things. That's the thing that can happen to you, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe. quite. Um, and then, uh, and you know, I I wanted to be a stand-up since I was like 10. Mm. So, but mm. what happened was, and it took me 
far too long to realize is the kind of you know what would you call them middle class comedians the comedians that seemed like they had more structure to their life they were they were the ones that were sitting in the green room with their notepads out and now they're all millionaires yeah you know and, and if i i just I, I thought well i'm funnier than them yeah so i and that, but but i wasn't putting i i was too busy enjoying what comedy brought me yeah. as a point as opposed to enjoying the comedy itself where they didn't quite have the the kind of the way i look at it they didn't quite have the success that i had in my mid early 20s mm. uh so they were still grafting mm. and and yeah and now look and they've they've all put the work in and they're they're millionaires but there would be a but uh in my opinion this you'd be a sanitized version of what you are now is the reason you're good is because you go on and you're very good and you're very like hey here's my life and what this is whereas if you were doing that back then you you probably wouldn't be at that level i couldn't have done that back then i just couldn't no, you, exactly. this is the thing you are who you are i, I didn't I, you know i i was that was always going to happen if you were going to give me that that amount of money and you know exposure and stuff in my early 20s i didn't have that support network that i, I was going to go fucking mental well, and I, I did and and i think that after strictly you know you talk about the uh, maybe mm. After Strictly, it was that shock. I nearly lost. Like I nearly, I was one phone call away from losing my flat yeah. in Hammersmith Fuck. that I had built. My whole, you know, everything that I had done got me that flat. My mm. agent was like, "Just make sure that's your bricks and mortar. Get that flat." And one phone call away from losing that, and that was the shock to the system, which is, I I could lose everything. Mm. I've got to put in the the work that the middle class guys did. Yeah. To to kind of try and catch up with them, yeah. Because they've got those, they've got that structure in place that you get from an education that you get from money, and I've got to try and <laughs> kind of replicate that yeah. to to try and catch up with them. What, because they're... why are you doing comedy? You, you want to go to some of them? <laughs> like, what are you? Do? Don't do this. Is for messes. <laughs> well, it's not. It's, know, but it's not no, though, is it? It's, it's not, that's know, a, that's no, a, no, I know you're joking. I know you're joking, but it's I I I it, it, it it's for misfits, absolutely, but. You don't just have to be a wild child to be a comic, you know mm. that, and that's certainly shown in the in this century. Is oh, gotcha. that it's it's you know it's full of There's lots it's of savvy school, people out there. Bo Burnham very doesn't savvy drink people. at all. Like he's never had an alcohol problem. Who? He Bo Burnham. Who, there you go. Who just doesn't drink, and you go, oh, your cigarettes and your drinking is sitting there and getting that song perfect. I like think that's yeah. what it is. That's your. Oh, I'm sure these people. I'm sure they have their yeah, demons. They must do, but. You know, they, I, there, I think... there's definitely a culture of uh, uh, associating creativity with struggle mm. and associating yeah, yeah, it with yeah. being like the tortured genius. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, be yeah. Like a mess yeah. and have things going on to create great I, work. I really bought into that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can just be like, all right, I'm going to wake up. It's 10 a.m. I'm, totally, I'm going to write a joke. <laughs> yeah, That's what they're all doing. They're like, I'm going to write a joke. And then their notepads out in the green yeah. room. And I'm like, no, I've got to get fucked. Yeah. I've got to show that I'm in pain. Yeah. Comedy is from the pain. Yeah, I, totally. I used to swear to myself when I was like 19, 20. I just started doing the glees and stuff. You're at your funniest after one and a half beers. So go on. After right. one, and like, and all that was was me making an excuse to have beers. Yeah, no, it's crazy. That was all it was. And now I just, I kind of like, if I want a beer, I'll have a bit. Like, I'm yeah. more, I'm going to go out and do my set. But I find 
it is insane. I know it sounds weird. When you do put the work into something, not just comedy or anything, you start to see a difference. And yeah. you go, of course. Oh, oh, is this what I'm meant to be doing? I and it, and I learned that well, not through comedy, but through martial arts. Like that was that was the thing that I learned that from was when I started getting you know my first promotion in Muay Thai and things like that, and my first Muay Thai fight where I got absolutely battered, and then I started doing Ow. a bit better. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit. Do you, do you no, do any I violence? Do any of that stuff. I used to box. But just so I could learn the basics. Did you get punched in the face? I did, and that's when I stopped. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, that's that's when I would have stopped. But you got punched in the face, and you went, "Yeah, I'm going to do this." I didn't like it, but I guess the reason I do it is because oh, this is going to sound very, very, very indulgent and wanky. I think that I think that's what this podcast is yeah. by by my tech philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. We talk about self-actualization. The closest I've ever come to uh, closest I've ever come to self-actualization is through fighting on the mats and stuff like that. Because wow. you are met truly with an idea of you, where you're tired and you want to quit, but you sort of and sometimes you do and sometimes you push on and you surprise you yourself. Quit? Do you tap out like in wrestling? Fuck yeah! You tap? Oh god, yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah! When someone gets you in a chokehold or something. Ow. But like I, I, like, I wish you could do that during tough gigs. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Just tap out. I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm leaving. Actually, I walked yeah. off after seven minutes at Southend Cliff Pavilion once. I just I was booked for thirty. I did seven. You walked off. I just went off. Just that's I, pathetic. I said to him, I'm seven. Not, I'm not doing this. How old are you? I was. 18 or 19. Oh my gosh, more. this is pre-Netflix and still. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew I had something big around the corner. <laughs> you have to get, maybe, oh maybe. Have you walked off? Never walked off. You've never walked off? You've never gone on to, I've, no. I, I have walked off. I, I have. Well, I had to walk off at the Cambridge Junction because there is a Cambridge. There is a Cambridge firm. Did you know this? What? There is a Cambridge football club. Have a firm. Whatever they are, yeah. Cambridge United had a firm, and um, I offended the. I what seemed to be the leader of the firm, and and he said that he was going to get me after the gig, and he he was not joking. Oh fuck! Really? And I had to be taken out. I walked off really? and had to be taken out of the fire exit and and round the corner to the station. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That, I bet that was a long way to that train station. Um, yes, very. I was absolutely terrified. Yeah. You've had that. I had that at Chichester, yeah. 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 I, was, I was scared then. I what, the Chichester it. firm? The, the Chichester Uni. I did a gig where they spat at me and started throwing <laughs> drinks. What did you do? I, I, was, I was talking some shit. <laughs> what, were you, what was the shit? Uh, Joe Wells had gone on and done a routine. Basically, the gig was unplayable. It was just after lockdown. They're students. They're all 18. Oh, they've been locked up. That's what we're doing tonight. That's what we're doing yeah. tonight. Oh. But... They're not being, they've they've not been locked up and this was like table of six. It wasn't being adhered to and they were all allowed to drink and they've been drinking since 11, which means they've been drinking since eight because they're pre-gaming the students, right, from 8 a.m. I go on, at, my gig's at seven, I'm closing, Joe Wells goes on, Mike Cox is on, Mike Cox goes on, riles them up, Joe Wells goes on and they, they're not being arseholes to Joe, but they're not entertaining him. And he did a routine about being autistic. Yeah. I go on later and I said to him like, look, here's what I'm gonna do for you guys. I'm going to do 10 minutes and I'm going to go and a DJ in the band can come on. You don't want me here. I completely understand that. I wouldn't want me here either in your position, but I've got to, I've been told I've got to go on and do some yes. time, right? So I go on. They're not, one of them's like shouting out, just immediately like, fuck off. Fuck, da, da, da. They're just being horrible. And then so I went, oh, at least Joe's got, a bl got his autism to blame for his breakdown later. I've just got to accept it was this gig. And Joe started laughing, but they don't know me and Joe are friends. So they're like all these sort of woke, drunk students who then start going like, you shouldn't be saying that about autistic people. Oh, God. 
you know me. You see what I, I wasn't going to apologize. No. So I then no. doubled down. Yes, that, uh, is, quite, that is what you do, isn't it? Quite hard. Love it, love it down you, twice. You, you self sabotaged a gig. Um, oh, well, I was by I, going on by saying you're not going to like me. No, no, no. I didn't say you're not going to like me. I under I through my years of experience of doing stand up. What I would do post now, Netflix and still. post Netflix is still, that's part of the experience. <laughs> if I knew what I, if I was to do something like that again now, I would go to the promoter. I'm not going on. You can have the argument with my agent about money. I'm going on. Yeah. I'm, okay. not, I'm not doing this. Okay. I'm not, I'm not putting myself through this mm. for financial gain. Like this is sad. I ran away from a corporate. Did you? Really? Good. What, what, yeah. I, ra I ran away, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it wasn't too... What was, fact, what was the situation? I walked in and it was the Camden Roundhouse and I didn't... Re I thought it was a normal charity gig, but actually the gig had been closed off and was a massive corporate... Oh. Were you being paid well? No. Oh, no, right. I wasn't being paid for what was a corporate and I have a very strong hunch that Ed Gamble was being paid. Oh, okay. And he was on last and I just looked and it was tuxedos, round tables. They'd been drinking for over four hours okay. and I just thought, also the Strictly Come Dancing band were on. And I just thought, I can't die in front of the Strictly Come Dancing mm. band. The last did, time they did, saw me, I was... Is this post Strictly? Yeah. This is, yeah, this is like a couple, this is ju ju July or June. This is June. This is June. Fucking hell. And I just thought, I can't die in front of the Strictly Come Dancing how, band. How did you end up at that gig? I, I think me and my agent thought it was a, cha a normal oh, charity gig. God. I don't think we realised it was a corporate event. I'm going to underpay you. Yes. And, yeah, and I, and I said, uh, I think it's better. This is what happened. As I said, um, look, I've got, I've got a suggestion. You say we're running behind. How about, <laughs> look, don't worry about me. Yeah, just bring Ed on. They'll love Ed. Everyone loves Ed. That would be great. And uh, she went, no, 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 no. They, they would love to see you. And I was like, I really don't think they they will. Um, and she went, oh, well, why would you say that? You're great. And I just thought, she's not going to understand. Actually, this is what she said. That, um, she went, there's a microphone. They're, they're there. And I was like, no, that, that you know, yeah. you can't explain to someone that that's not how stand-up works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so what I realised is there was going to be no talking her down. So I said, can I just use the toilet first? And she went, sure. And I grabbed my bag and I ran out the fire exit. <laughs> Love that. I said bye to Ed. Did you? And he laughed very much, and I left. Yeah, I so, so you should. Like, I think you've made the correct decision. Totally. I respect you hundred percent. It's humiliating. Yeah, and and I don't know if you've got this. I uh, I've got the sabotage thing where I I'd go on there, and I, I've been working on not doing this now. But it's a self-preservation thing, and it's not a good thing to do. And it's a thing earlier on, uh, early on in your career. I think you can do because you could be like, yeah, well, I'm just I'm a live wire. I'll say then if it were. It's not. It's actually it's pathetic. Is that you'll go? I'm having a bad time so now we're all going to have a bad I time. know oh we're, I know. we're all going down in flames here I imagine you don't have this no in terms of you, you think that's you, a bad thing I think, I think it's a terrible it, thing. it's terrible it, when it I, works, I think it's not good when it and I tell you the only time I've ever seen it work Bill Burr he yeah, did it at that uh, at that Opie and Anthony gig in Philadelphia, and that's the one time it's worked, and it everyone Were knows about it. No, 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 no. It's just a clip of it. it it's it's the, called the Philadelphia incident, and it works because he's he's being booed by thirteen thousand people, and goes through and tells them why they should all fucking die, and he's saying the worst things you can say, and they respect. But it's really it. creative. It's really they start off the, off the top of his head. Yeah, yeah. They, they go from booing him to standing ovation. Okay. That clip, God, he's good, isn't yeah. He? That yeah. clip has, as good as it is for him, has done more damage to comedians because <laughs> you think 
you're not going to, but I'm not saying you're, I'm doing it because of that. I do it out of a self preservation yeah. of then I've got a reason for why I didn't do well. Not my jokes didn't go well. Why I, I didn't perform them. Yeah, well, I wish, like, I just, I just end up five minutes. I just end up tanking gigs. I never really have a sense of, I'm going to fight you guys. Um, you did a gig, and this is going to bring us to our end of the podcast, our philosopher of the week. Okay. That you knew was coming. I knew it was coming. Oh, you knew wow. this was where we yeah, were going. You really did. It's so impressive. Plan. <laughs> um, this is, we have a section on this podcast called Philosopher of the Week. Oh, right. Uh, a tech philosopher. Yes. Someone who sounds like they're saying something profound or, some, or you know, saying something that they think is philosophical with people who have passed being known as Diego Simeone, uh, Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate wannabes. But this you last, don't know who that is. Uh, last week, I actually do. No. Oh, okay. I do, do you know why? Why? Because I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> that is the only reason that I know who Andrew Tate is. Oh, really? It's because I follow you. Because that clip. And you talked about him. Yeah. That's and, it. And that clip where and, all his fans started thinking I was fans of him. And then I and then I googled who he was because of that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now you got that in your algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mike, Mike, do you, you did a gig in Manchester last week. A couple of weeks ago, I did a Manchester uh, uh, gig, and um, I got a message from the um, promoter about a complaint that they had. Um, so it was for me, three people in the bill. It was me, Russell Hicks, and Fumbi Amateo. I went first. Uh, Fumbi went last. This was the complaint. Uh, it told us we was in for a spectacular night of commie. Didn't spell comedy wrong. This is, their, this is their way of spelling. This isn't my DJ movie. and singers. It was two comedians with one comedian playing two different sets. <gasps> there was the host, and then two comedians playing the whole show. It was said it would be 8 p.m. until 10.30. It was a shambles of comedy. When times are tough and we are spending money for a night out, having two acts with one act playing two different sets. <laughs> Please it's people it's Google Fumbi Omateo <laughs> right now just to see if we can get Fumbi Omateo. <laughs> <laughs> if we get Fumbi, Fumbi on, on the screen, that would be uh, uh, good. Is that the whole thing? Was that the... That, that's that's the pretty much the whole message. Uh, so, so that's our philosopher of the week, everyone. That's our philosopher... Somebody wanted a refund because <laughs> they thought I did the same set. But there are two different but sets. Did, but did they think you were funny? Yeah, well, they didn't mention that. They were yeah, more upset. I, but they, mm. re, they they preferred his second set. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when he changed his shirt and did that other stuff. And he got braids, so he but, got dreadlocks. But that's what, what I love about that. Oh, my that. God. What I love about that is, is I, I, what I was saying to you when you said it, I was like, I think they're so stupid it can't be racism. <laughs> because... Because, like, they would have sat there. You know how stupid people think they're clever? They'd have sat there and been like to their mates, Tyler, trying to pull the wall over our <laughs> eyes here. They've just, they've just made him change shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Oh, my God. I would have been quite impressed if, like, a comedian changed their outfit. New voice, new set, just new stories. I would have been like, yeah, fair play. There's I'll someone that does that. So this is, uh, this is a picture of Oh, of my of God. Me. When are they going to get Fumbi up? <laughs> oh my god that, that's the that's the philosopher of the week man i mean because like listen i love the north but they're not beating the allegations that they are a little bit behind us in certain aspects. That's so bad. That's so... But just to write that on a comedy club website. As in, and like, yeah, you think it's all right, babe? Present. Boom. That's crazy. Man. Well, when you look at the spelling, you go... Yeah. 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 Well, that's they the, must have been really... It was a crazy gig. Must have been Do really you wear glasses? Me? Yeah. No. 
I think you should. <laughs> He's got his font on the large size. I oh, but keep, just let Mike live his life the way. There's yeah, just things I he does. I keep my uh, font on maximum and bold. Yeah, why? Because like, why would I make my eyes work harder than they need to? But they, but they shouldn't have. Yeah, they to shouldn't be. have to. It's bad for you. No, but if the thing is big, my eyes have to do. And Your eyes do. Zoot, that's zoot. fair. That's actually a fair point. No, it isn't. It's you know like no. It's like when you're reading a children's book. They're when you're reading a children's book, why? Do you, <laughs> why are you reading a children's book? No wonder you like the big size. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do, you, do you want? Do you want? Think? Do you want like little uh, animals to pop out of your phone as well? Like, Again, great. They should bring that back for all books. I just pop what's up. wrong with having the pop up adult books? Pop, pop up. Why? Why? Why keep your font on the smallest? What's the benefit of that? Because then you can fit more information on it and read quicker. Okay, so we both have reasons for. This. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been. I, I like don't know how one. this has been in comparison to the other guest ones. What is this? Has uh, this been... What, what a way to announce you don't listen. No, um, <laughs> no I've, heard what, I've, heard, I've heard it when it's just you two. Um, yeah, no. But is it... Were we meant to be... How much was meant to be philosophy no, and how much was meant to be... We vibe. People love this. They I'm love vibing, baby. Back. They love our laid back stuff. And we, we have elements of philosophy. In, but what, we always say, what is philosophy? You know, It's just talking shit. It's trying to work out all this... No, there is an actual definition of philosophy. Oh, well, we don't need that. That'll ruin the podcast. <laughs> uh, you know. We, we, did, we, did, we, we did manage to cover a lot of elements, I, think I guess. Started, like, it's, it's in there. The it's in the subtext. Farm. There was yeah. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We had that philosopher of, the, philosopher of the week. That was you know, racism. It's racism is a philosophy. Okay. I guess. No. It's the philosophy of being racist. This is true. Of mistaken identity. And yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Maybe. You just threw me off with calling me blind. <laughs> Sean, have you got you've got your special kiss? It's got kiss on YouTube and uh, recording at the Angel Comedy Club on the ninth. I think there are still tickets for the Late Show. Uh, come along, that would be lovely to see you there. And of course, got my own podcast, but it's only fifteen minutes. It's called very What's Upset it's You very Now? Good podcast. Um, we are. But you've not done yet. Have you done? You have guests oh. on there. Yeah. Okay. Both come along. Yeah, we'd love to. Um, we've got uh, Ireland. You travel in to do a 15-minute podcast. You don't travel. You don't travel? You do, you do it on Zoom. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, well, uh, you <laughs> mind me every week for doing admin on the podcast, and here you are. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Every week. Um, I'm going to be at Lavery's on the 19th and 20th, Northern Ireland. I know I've, there's some Northern Irish fans of this podcast, so come over. That's amazing. I'd lo I can't wait to do it because I'm not doing the fucking Empire again, that's for sure. Why? What's wrong with the Empire? That kid can fuck off. Oh, dear. Um, oh, can I just say, sorry, I'm trying to kickstart my fucking TikTok, which I'm not happy about. But if you are on TikTok, please Sean, go on my stupid, bloody fucking TikTok. Go on Sean's stupid, where, bloody fucking where TikTok. Where I'm posting clips of my stand-up from when I was on telly. <laughs> <laughs> Very old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, you got anything to plug? You should do commentary of like dances. Fuck that. We are <laughs> wrapping up the podcast. <laughs> yes, goodbye. Thank you. Uh, Mike, Thank you, man. It's been BTEC Philosophers. I got on to remote. See you next week. Much love, people. See you next week. Great. That was really good. I really enjoyed really that. Why are you not driving to Newport to do a gig? Why are you not driving? You got a car now. No, no, I've got a license. Oh. I don't.